It's Thursday, September 29th, 2022. This is the Hermetic Hour. I'm your host, Poke Runyon. And tonight, we review and discuss our new book. It's a magazine, actually, titled Hermetic Yoga for the Golden Dawn, which we have just published and is now available on Amazon. This document is a spinoff from our Hermetic Yoga books, which are familiar to most members and regular listeners. But for newbies, let's review. The OTA and the Church of the Hermetic Sciences have developed, we like to say recovered, a straight-line, seven-sphere tantric yoga chakra system similar to the Hindu version, but laid out Western style with Saturn at the top and the moon at the bottom in the solar system order. The last survival of this was the Golden Dawn's middle pillar exercise for drawing down the light into the body. We started by bringing down the flaming sword from the book of Revelation and activating Da'ath, the phantom sphere in the Golden Dawn's secret 11-sphere tree design. Using other secrets from the old cipher manuscript, we created a unique full seven-chakra system within the Golden Dawn universe with ancient Egyptian gods and Rosicrucian angels. So stay with us, and we'll walk you through it. Oh, this is a, this is a very pretty book, and uh, I want you all to go on Amazon, even, even if you don't buy it, but, but I want you to buy it. Even if you don't buy it, I want you to go on Amazon and, and look for it, because it's a beautiful book. On the cover, it's, like I say, it's a magazine, and on the cover, we have four views of a plastic head, which has the spheres, of, which has the sphere of Saturn on the tree of life right smack in the center of the plastic head. And the three mother letters of the Sephiroth Zira go down through the plastic head through Saturn, activating Saturn on a Kabbalistic formula that was the beginning of the creation of the Gollum. And this, right in the center of this, uh, these four views, we have the title in gold, Hermetic Yoga for the Golden Dawn, by greatly honored Frater Querod Lucum. And then down below it says, with a preface, by greatly honored Frater Ex Oriente Lux. Now, of course, G.H. Uh, Frater Querod Lucum is myself, and G.H. Frater Ex Oriente Lux is, is uh, Merrick, Merrick Rees-Hamer, uh, who, is, who is the premonstrator of our Ma'at Golden Dawn Temple in Los Angeles, and, and I am the Imperator. Now, let me make something very clear for, for, to start with. Um, there are people who would like you to think that the Imperator of a Golden Dawn Temple is the head of it. No, he's not. There are three temple chiefs. There's the Premonstrator, the Imperator, and the Cancellarius. Now, the Premonstrator is the chief instructor, and he's the head of the temple. The Imperator is like an inspector general, and, and then the Cancellarius is the business end of things. 
sort of like the quartermaster on a pirate ship. Anyway, take a look at the cover. Go on Amazon and uh, and look for When you go on Amazon, look for Hermetic Yoga for the Golden Dawn and be sure you look at look for the cover and of course and you read the description. So let's go through this this document here. So we open it up and the inside on the cover, which is the first page, is the Indicia uh Hermetic Yoga for the Golden Dawn by greatly honored Frater Quirod Lucum, prefaced by greatly honored Frater Oriente Lux. Copyright uh, 2022 by the Church of the Medic Sciences Incorporated. All rights reserved. No reproduction of text or graphics without permission from the publisher. And then the ISBN number. And then, and then in concordance with Ma'at Temple Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn, Los Angeles, California. First edition. And then we have the church logo. And then the first page, the first page is the preface. And the preface is uh, is by by Merrick, by um, by our administrator, uh, Frater Ex Oriente Lux, and the caption is the validation of Daath and the eleven Sephirot Tree of Life, being a preface to greatly honored Frater Quero Ad Lucum's new flying role, the flaming sword and the divine genius. And then he has a quote. And he had in his right hand seven stars. And out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword. And his countenance was as the sun shineth in his strength. Book of Revelation 1.16 Recently I had spent a weekend with greatly honored Frater Quirilad Lucum, known among his associates as Carol Polk Runyon, at the mysterious mountain in California called Shasta. The occasion was a form of the Ordo Hermeticus Mysteriorum, founded by Dr. Paul Clark, a respected Freemason and Hermeticist from California. Runyon and I, both Freemasons and chiefs in a Los Angeles-based temple of the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn, were invited to speak respectively on Hermetic Yoga and on the music of the Count de Saint-Germain. Also speaking was Kevin Townley, another venerated Freemason and author of the highly acclaimed book of the Cube of Space, which was the subject of his lecture. In the Cube of Space, the author had validated the potency of Da'ath as a functional component of the Kabbalistic tree of life, lifting it from the relative obscurity whether from its more traditional position immediately below the supernal Sephirot or from its relocation in Malkut. Runyon admitted inspiration from Townley in his hermetic yoga development. He also recognized a similitude between Townley's representation of the three mother letters of the Hebrew alphabet in a cube and his own arrangement of the same in the human head. The lightning flash is paramount in Runyon's thinking, even as it was in the minds of the formulators of the Golden Dawn system. The human head reinforces its indispensability, and the founders clearly were aware of the relevance of the scripture quoted above. 
the lightning flash or flaming sword comes from Kether, the mouth of God, in the body of his newly offered flying roll, Runyon has carefully stated the intent to offer a document that had been suggested by diagrams in the order's original cipher manuscript. But, in fact, it was never created. Runyon's own experience with Hermetic Yoga, which may be explained in two volumes of that title, has made him realize the inevitable and indispensable role of Da'at in bringing down the divine light for meditative purposes. There has been a prevalent misunderstanding that the Sephirot are ten only, since the Sephiriyazira has asserted that the emanations portrayed on the tree are ten only. But this turns out to be only a matter of perspective, and the result of an evolutionary shift from the Cordovan to the Lurianic Kabbalistic thinking. In the latter, the Lurianic, the inclusion of Da'at places Kether and Atsaluth in a supernumerary position. This may encompass the Ein Sof Aur and is appropriately beyond numeration. It is still the source of the lightning flash or flaming sword, the mouth of the Most High God, the hidden light. The Lurianic view further justifies for the 11 sphere arrangement of the tree in, in his Hermetic Yoga, resulting in the following numeration and positioning bearing consistency with the cipher manuscript. Kether is supernumerary and therefore equals zero. Okmah equals one, Enah equals two, Da'ath, which is associated with Saturn, finds itself in the center, equaling three. It is well to note that Saturn is also situated at the center of the cube of space. Runyon confirms the Golden Dawn's authority, declaring that Binah is both the realm of the fixed stars and Saturn. That may be difficult, difficult for you to understand over the radio, but um, believe me, if you really dig in into Kabbalah and you go over this, you're going to be really amazed. Influenced by scripture that states, so Elohim created man his image. In the image of Elohim created, created he him. I embrace Runyon's approach in analyzing the tree of life with 11 possible sephirot and have discovered consistency in that approach with the traditions of the Golden Dawn. Since Kether is clearly validated in, in its teachings, and since Da'ath is considered functional, and if not as a sephirot proper, then as a quasi-sephirot, its potency in the Golden Dawn system is present even when not realized. In Kabbalistic parlance, Da'ath is understood to mean hidden light, or that which is not commonly perceivable by the human eye. When apprehended, however, it is achieved only by quest. It may be equivalent to the primal light identified in Genesis as the first act of creation and what it is called Aur, distinguishable from the physical light reflected in the sun, moon, and stars and brought into existence on the fourth day of creation 
when it was called Maur. The Golden Dawn speaks utterly about the hidden light, affirming its importance, even if invisible, and has placed into the hands of the Carracks the officer's lantern to symbolize it. Within the neophyte hall, the lamp is ever-present, and while not seen by the hoodwinked candidate, it is sufficient to lead him to his destiny. Even when Kether ranks highest on the tree, Da'at is still represented, recurring, occurring in most diagrams, just below the supernal sephirot, as a circle shaded or obscured from vision. Although the neophyte has not yet come into contact with the tree, its presence is felt. The outer order of the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn is perceived from a, a post-Syrian position after the fall point of view. Even so, Da'at is usually diagrammatically represented and can accommodate a diagonal dissension of the lightning flash. With this arrangement, as light hidden, it denotes an abyss or a gulf below the lower sephirot and those which are supernal. Runyon has alluded to the lid of the pastos as portrayed in the Adeptus Minor grade of the inner order, in which the lightning flash crosses Da'at's hidden position, and which no doubt is an allusion to the scripture from Revelations quoted at the beginning of this preface. The Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn has been the source of inspiration to many esoteric systems that owe it a debt of gratitude. It has achieved its status and reputation by its willingness to preserve and discount nothing worthy of discovery. Runyon has exemplified this tradition by venturing forward and arguing that an 11th Sephirot tree should not fall into disuse and can offer through meditation glimmers of light rarely seen. He has quoted ritual from the outer order when the Hierophant states, He, God, has bound man with the stars as with a chain. By this one, by this one may, may, may by this one may conclude that even in his fallen state, man has not thoroughly separated from the pristine light. In the same text, the Hierophant continues by saying, he lureth him with scattered fragments of the divine body in bird and beast and flower, and he lamenteth over him in the wind and in the sea and in the birds. And hence, Da'ath, it may be inferred, was never meant to be denied, but concealed and discovered in man's quest to regain his birthright in Eden. May the force be with you. Merrick Rieshamer, Greatly honored Frater Ex Oriente Lex Premonstrator General Ma'at Temple, Los Angeles, Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn. Now, that's the preface. So, let's get right on into it. I know it's that those of you who are trying to visualize this while while I'm uh, while I'm while I'm reading it, I I that this is a challenge, but. Um, but uh, go ahead and try. I think most, I think many of you have the Minuta Mundum or the Golden Dawn's Tree of Life 
pretty well memorized. Most of you should. Should if you don't have, you should have. And now, the new flying roll, the flaming sword, and the divine genius. I greatly honor Frater Quirradlucum. Let me mention something here. Quirradlucum is my was my original outer order name. Uh, but when I when I when I finally got into the inner order, I changed it to Duquero Ad Lucum. Um, I'll let you figure that out. Now, this is this is a supernumerary introduction to the to the new flying role. The document contains its own brief introduction as to its cipher manuscript background and intent. But a more complete accounting of its modern origins and affiliations is certainly necessary if it is to be fully understood and appreciated. This new flying role is the golden dawn version of Hermetic Yoga beyond the middle pillar, volumes 1, 2015, and 2, 2020, by the author from the Church of the Hermetic Sciences, that's the creditor of Polar Reformatus. It was originally conceived to serve a Solomonic magical system and featured a Canaanite pantheon on the spheres of the Tree of Life. On the, on the tree after the fall, the pagan gods, Canaanite originally and Egyptian GD version, were, are transformed into the same angelic order that presently obtains in both the Craterapoa Reformatus and in the Golden Dawn versions. But in each version, the transformed the transformed deities are considered the Rosicrucian recension. To avoid confusion, we should explain that the 11th sphere tree of life restored, shown in volume two of Hermetic Yoga on page six, is derived from the Minutum Mundum and not from the 11th sphere tree in the cipher manuscript. It requires the addition of three new paths and three new terror trumps, whereas the cipher manuscript tree does not. In the Craterapoa Reformatus, that, by the way, is a different initiatory system than the Golden Dawn and the OTO, and it's 100 years older than both of them. We have added two new letters to the magical alphabet, which are served by this configuration. These changes do not affect the Golden Dawn version. The symbolism of the lightning flash on the 11th sphere tree, the fool, the empress, the lovers, the hermit, the hangman, the devil, and the universe provides a significant philosophical meditation explaining the riddle of the pure fool and the arch fool. And this supernumerary introduction is signed by me, G.H. Frederick Quirrell Lucum. Now let's get right on into it. Well, the purpose of this new flying role is to offer a document that was suggested by diagrams in the cipher manuscript but never created. It is similar to the Stella Matutina's middle pillar exercise, which brings down the light via the lightning flash or flaming sword to activate all the planetary sephirot on the cipher manuscripts 11 tree, 11 tree before the fall. In reference... I refer to the Cypher Manuscripts Zelator Grade Folio, number 10, line 6, entitled The Flaming Sword. This is illustrated in figure 1. 
which occurs again in the Adeptus Minor 5 equals 6 grade as the right-hand design on the lid of the pastos, and that's figure two, showing the divine genius with seven stars, or planets, in his hand, and the lightning flash, or flaming sword, emitting from his mouth to descend through the spheres of the tree of life. In zealoter grade, the flaming sword is flanked by the archangels Sandalphon and Metatron. They're shown figure three. And the Hierophant tells the candidate, he is, he, God, has bound man with the stars as with a chain. But this is the tree after the fall, and we do not see the tree before the fall until it is shown on the lid of the Pastos in the Adeptus Minor 5 equals 6. The tree before the fall, shown in the cipher manuscript, has 11 spheres, with Da'at being on the middle pillar between Kether and Tipperet. Unfortunately, it has no horizontal path between Hokmah and Bina for the lightning flash or flaming sword to follow. This was a Lurianic design found in Rosenroth's Kabbalah de Nudata. That's in figure four. It is also shown in folios 50 and 51 of the cipher manuscript. A more legible version from Wari Ra, that's the New Zealand temple, is shown in figure five. Although this design offers no horizontal path between Hokmah and Bina for the lightning flash or the flaming sword to follow in descent, it provides a ring pass knot for ascension by the same route. For insight, one may consider a description in Fitzgerald's translation of Omar Khayyam. Up from Earth's center through the seventh gate I rose, and upon the throne of Saturn sate. And many knots unraveled by the road, but not the knot of human death and fate. There was a door to which I found no key. There was a veil past which I could not see. Some little talk a while of me and thee. There seemed, and then, no more of thee and me. In order to make this tree of life fully operable, as the once and future Minutum Mundum, it will be necessary to assign celestial, planetary, and ancient Egyptian correspondences to the Sephirot. And I'll go right down the line from Kether, right down to Malkuth. Kether, zero. Netter, that's God or, or, the, or the biblical El. And Netter is the, Egyptian, is the Egyptian God, the one God. Next, Hokmah, that next sphere, Hokmah, one. And that's the God Shu. And then across the tree, Bina, two. And that's Tefnut. And then Daath, number three, that's Saturn, of course, and that's Nephthys. And then Hesed, and that's four, and that's Isis. And Geburah, five, is Horus. And Tipereth, six, is Ra, and Osiris, and Aten. And we have to put Aten in there because, because you know, you, you really can't be a Rosicrucian Without without paying some deference to poor old Lincoln Otten, so so Otten Otten goes in there um, along with Ra and Osiris, and then number seven Netzach Hathor, and number eight Hod Mercury Hatha and Thoth, 
and then you saw nine shoe again, and then both, and then ten, Malkuth, Yeb, the earth god, Set, and then Anubis. You know what? This is essentially the Heliopolis Ennead arrangement, and actually, it's it that sounds Greek. Heliopolis and Ennead sounds like a Greek arrangement, but it isn't. It's the oldest. It's the oldest arrangement of gods in Egypt. It's it's from the pyramid texts, and and uh, it's the nine. It's, it's the council of nine gods. In considering this suggested arrangement, we should discuss other alternatives. The neophyte ritual god forms apply to the officers on the dais and in the hall, and would not be appropriate for the sephirot on the tree. The tables in 777, appropriately, numerate Kether as zero in the 11th sphere, in the 11th sphere tree, but they attribute the first cause to the hawk god Haru, the father of Horus, and they consign Osiris to Malkuth. Now, these assignments would favor the Thelemic current and not the orthodox golden dawn Osirian Rosicrucian protocol, which is best served by the arrangement we have submitted. Our research on this arrangement depended primarily on the works of Frater Wallace Budge, Osiris 1911, Netter, the Egyptian word for God 1903 monograph, in its Rosicrucian configuration as the tree restored, the 11-sphere tree would provide the foundation for a system of Rosicrucian yoga, similar to the middle pillar exercise employed by the Stella Matutina. In this version, the Egyptian gods will be superseded by the traditional Roman astrological names of the planets and the archangels of the Hermetic Kabbalah. In bringing down the light, the human skull of one practicing the rite will become the cube of space, see the cover, derived from the Sephiri of Zira. And the three mother letters with Saturn are the beginning of the Gollum formula of creation. And for that, see Gershom Shalom, Gershom Shalom's book, Kabbalah, page 26, and Ira Kaplan's book, The Sephiri of Zira, page 22. Now, from Saturn, Binah, the light is projected downward through Hesed, El, in the brow, through Gabura, Elohim Gabor, in the throat, Tipareth, YHVH, Aloha, Aloha Vadah, in the chest, Netzach, YHVH, Zabayoth, in the solar plexus, Hod, Elohim Zabayoth, below the navel, Shaddai Al-Kai, Yisod, the genital region, and Adonai Haaretz in the Perininum. The descent awakens the spheres, the chakras in the king scale. The ascent accesses them for operations or meditation. Sandalphon, Malkuth, Fabrio, Yasod, Mikael, Hod, Haniel, Netzach, Raphael, Tepereth, Kemiel, Geburah, Zadkiel, Hesed, Zafkiel, Saturn. Stop at the sphere of the working. Much more has been written on this procedure albeit on a different Kabbalistic format. And we refer the readers to the author's Hermetic Yoga Beyond the Middle Pillar, Volume 1, 2015, and Rosicrucian Yoga, Volume 2, 2020. We also suggest the author's Secrets 
of the Golden Dawn Cipher Manuscript, second edition, 2009, as the most complete and detailed work of its kind. We will conclude this document with a version of the Master Ritual from Hermetic Yoga, modified for use on the Cipher Manuscript's 11-sphere tree with Egyptian god forms. Um, here's where we're going to have an adventure. We're going to do the Master Ritual. And it's adapted from Hermetic Yoga Beyond the Middle Pillar, Roscrucian Yoga, Volume 1. And all Egyptian gods follow the Ennead sequence of Heliopolis, and all angels are golden dawn standard. Sitting near Asana, with closed eyes focused upward on his head, the third eye, and repeat 22 times. Through me flows a river of unlimited love. Now hold. Hold for four. Breathe out for four. And as you breathe out, you breathe I am one with God. And then breathe in. Through me flows a river of unlimited love. Count each repetition with your mala. Next, commence pranayama on a six-six-six-six cycle. In sun, out moon. In moon, out sun. 22 repetitions, closed eyes still focused upward. With your mala, advance the count on each exhalation. Keep your eyes closed and focus upward. Say this affirmation aloud. I affirm that the physical world and my physical body are but fleeing shadows on the veil of eternity. I affirm that the spirit of God within me is the only reality that endures. Then begin to expand and extend your physical form with the following induction spoken aloud. You are growing very, very tall. You are 50 feet tall, 100 feet tall, 1,000 feet tall, 10,000 feet tall. Your head is far above the clouds. The vast darkness of outer space surrounds you. Your soul shines among the stars. You have discarded the veil of self. You are all men and all women. You drink from the pool of remembrance. You bathe in the fountain of light. Now look up, even higher behind your closed eyelids, and see a far distant point of light overhead while you vibrate. And now... Let's take a look at the mudras. And we have the mudras here diagram. And the first one is the hands crossed with the, with the thumbs interlocked, and that's the sign of the eagle across the chest. And then, then you open up the, the palms with the thumbs touching. That's the sign of adoration. You chant, uh, hey, and then you put your hands together like, as if in prayer, in supplication. Yeah. And then, then you put your fingertips together and your thumbs together and create a circle of the universe. Ayima. And then, and then you put, you make a fire symbol with your fire finger and your, your thumbs together and your fire fingers touching. Sha. And then you put your, uh, your thumbs and your water finger together pointing down, making a water sign and and you intone, ma. Now, while you're doing these, while you're doing sha, ma, and then ah, and that's the air sign, 
you put your little fingers together, they could bridge the rest of your fingers, put your thumbs together, and that's the air sign. And you chant, ah, and then you then you put your your hands, you clasp your hands together and close them, and that makes your Saturn symbol, and you chant, ah, and that's the completion of it. And what this is, this activates the spheres in the head, in that, that transparent head, which is your head as you do this. Now, um, so the chant is, is um, Sha, and that's, that's the fire, the fire going through the head, and Ma, and that's water going through the head, and then Ah, and that's the air going through the head, and then Ta, that's collecting them all on Saturn. And those are the mudras. We have a little diagram for you. Now, the next page we have we have diagrams of the um, of the gons of the polygons, and these are derived. These are the diagrams of the chakras. They're derived from the uh, the golden dawns polygons and and polygrams. And one of them, that for Malkuth, we've taken directly from one of Rigardi's old manuscripts that we had in our files. So this. This is really kind of a treasure. It's a facsimile. It's a facsimile in your uh, in your magazine here. Facsimile: the original manuscript essay on the lineal figures by Crowder, A.M.A.G., 1935, the deck angle, and and it shows it with all the correspondences, and that's a that's a real treasure. Now, but back to our ritual. Then you see a point of light radiate a shower of brilliance down your downward as you vibrate. Yawn, you focus back down the bridge of your nose and out into the darkness of space where you see the constellation of the zodiac surrounding your head like the rim of a very large hat. And you vibrate. And now from the right to left across the middle of the vault of your skull, you trace a blade bright flaming red streak of electric fire. And, of course, you do the mudras as we just described. And then bisect this line in the center of your skull with a bright blue bolt of magnetic energy as you vibrate. And with this established, bring down the yellow stream of light from far above, passing right through the center where the red and blue lines meet and vibrate. Ah. And where the three lines converge, see the onyx, rose, and jewel of Da'ath, forming with the seed letter Tau, haloed in brilliance as you vibrate. Ha! You have now established the dynamic of creation and activated Saturn Da'ath by the Gollum formula in Atsaluth. Now we will descend in Atsaluth, opening the roses and revealing the jewels within. Focus slightly downward from the eye toward the center of your forehead and visualize the, visualize the formation of the Hesed rose and jewel with the seed letter cough, forming there like a stained glass window as you vibrate. Raise your closed eyes higher and sink down to your throat, seeing the Gabura jewel and rose take form with the seed letter Fay, as you vibrate, Elohim Gabor, sink down to your chest and visualize again 
as an upright stained glass window facing outward, the jewel and rose of Tipperah for the sea letter rush as you vibrate. Yahweh, Allah, sink to your solar plexus and visualize the jewel and rose of Netzach with the sea letter to left as you vibrate. Yahweh's Avayah, descend below your seed jewel and rose of God with the seed letter bath as you vibrate. Elohim Zabayoth, drop down to the gentle region and visualize the jewel and rose of Yasod with the seed letter Gimel as you vibrate Shaddai El Kai. Then settle down into the Paraninum region, visualizing the jewel and rose of Malkuth with the seed letter Tau as you vibrate Adonai Haaretz. You have now completed the descent in absolute, illuminating the psychic centers. You will now activate your spirit body and awaken the dragon. Send them up the caduceus to open the jewels and the temples within the briotic dimension as you vibrate. Send Alphon. Visualize the Malkuth dragon. Do ten fast, deep repetitions of the fire breath in nose out mouth while tensing the genitalia and Visualizing the body's glowing red. At the climax of this pump-up, pinch your buttocks and the perineum pelvic floor together slightly. Focus upward toward the roof of the cavern and send the dragon flying upward and vibrate. Gabriel. Now, first time you do this, try to put your tongue in the back of the in the back of your your mouth and your soft palate, and then. You can bring that, bring that dragon, you know, in the East they call it a Kundalini. Bring that dragon all the way, all the way up your spine and down and in, down into your tongue. Dismount at each station and approach the portal sealed with a rose and jewel of the sphere. Visualize the rose, jewel, and seed letter, which you may augment with super sound at each station. Super sound is just saying saying the words in your mind, and it's very powerful. In the temple of Yasod, Shu sits enthroned on a veiled dais. He holds the crystal orb of remembrance of prophecy in his right hand. In his left, in the palm of which you see the eye of faith, is held behind the ball so that the eye is seen through the crystal as you gaze into it. On request, he will show you your past lives or your future. Be prudent and do not overindulge in this practice. And remount at each station and vibrate. Mikhail, as you send a hod. This is the alchemical workshop of Ptah and Thoth. They will make things for you, tell you how to make things, act as your consultant on plans, projects, and creative ideas. Vibrate. Haniel, as you send the side. Enter the temple of Hathur. And find her seated on a throne of burnished copper. Worked with emeralds. She wears a mirrored headdress and sheer garments that enhance more than conceal her beauty. She will confide intimate secrets if she is in the mood to do so. Vibrate. Raphael and ascend to Tipperet. Here you may consult with Osiris, Ra, and Aten inside the Pyramid of Transformation. Vibrate. Kamiel and ascend to Gibberah. Enter the fortress of Horus, where you may cons consult with him 
on matters of defense and justice. He sits on an iron throne and is not comfortable to deal with. He does not always tell you what you want to hear. Vibrate. Zadkio and ascend to his said third eye. Beside a curtain sits Isis enthroned. The curtain hides the third eye. The great opaque sapphire lens. Consult Isis for the final word on what the others have suggested. She will help you part her veil and open the third eye. For the basic daily ritual, you should remain in his said. Close with the following affirmation. I declare that the precious jewels <coughs> I declare that the precious jewels and the mystic roses of my body of light are thus manifested and shall grow more vivid and more alive each day as I perform this rite. Arita Aum. Open your eyes and return to external consciousness. Well, that's the end that's the end of the of the document. And it's cordially submitted for your consideration and, and comment. Carol Polk Runyon, greatly honored Frater Quirad Lucum, RRADC, Imperator Ma'at Temple, Los Angeles, from any quarter of the Golden Dawn. With the concurrence of G.H. Frederick Soriente Lux, Premonstrator, and G.H. Soror Corleonis Cancellarius. I'm going to read you the bibliography when go on record. I want you to know. Oh, the books we've consulted for for uh, for, the, for this. Number one, Fudge Wallace, E. A. The Gods of the Egyptians, Volume One and Two, Dover Books, 1904, 1969. Fudge Wallace, E. A. Number two, Netter, The Egyptian Word for God from the Monist Journal, 1903, Osiris, University Books, 1911, 1961. Fourth entry is Richard Cloud, translator. Kerning's Testament, published by KAMA, censor of the ROOBOS, 2018. Number five, Crowley, L. Easter. 777 and other Kabbalistic writings of Aleister Crowley. Wiser, 1909, uh, 1973. Six, Cap Ira Kaplan, Sephiroth Zura, The Book of Creation, Samuel Weiser, 1997. And seven, the King James Bible, the Holy, the, the King James Version of the Holy Bible. And number eight, Ledbetter, C.W. Ledbetter, The Chakras, Quest Books, 1927-1974. Number nine, Pricey, James M., The Apocalypse Unsealed, Symbols and Signs, 1972. Number 10, Regardi, Israel, Essay on the Lineal Figures, Manuscript Copy, 1935, Author's Collection. Regardi, Israel, The Golden Dawn, 6th Edition, Llewellyn Publications, 1969. 12, Regardi, The Complete Golden Dawn, System of Magic, Falcon Press, 1984. 13, Regardi, Israel, Foundations of Practical Magic, Aeon Books, 20, 2007. And 14, Runyon, Carol Polk, Secrets of the Golden Dawn Cipher Manuscript, 2nd Edition, CHS Publications, 2009. And then Runyon, Carol, Hermetic Yoga Beyond the Middle Pillar, Volume 1, CHS Publications, 2015. 
And Hermetic Yoga Beyond the Middle Pillar, Volume 2, Rosicrucian Yoga, CHS Publications, 2020. And the Seventh Ray, Book book 4, Omnibus, The Violet Ray, CHS Publications, 2021. And Gershom Shalom, Kabbalah, Penguin Books, 1974. And Kevin Townley, The Cube of Space, Archive Press, 1993. And finally, John Woodruff, The Serpent Power, Dover, 1919 and 1974. So as you can see, a lot of work went into this, and we think it is a valuable gift to the Golden Dawn. Quite frankly, to tell you the truth, I think we just gave Franz Barden to the Golden Dawn. And uh, I very much recommend, even if you... uh, even if you don't buy a copy, uh, please uh, please go to our go to our website and look at the and look at the head. And by the way, I designed I designed the plastic head, uh, but uh, Frater Sithmeth um, of the Quadrupoa Reformatus he constructed it, and he did a beautiful job. And I would really really appreciate you going at least going to the, the Golden Dawn catalog page in the, in the, in the Amazon and, and take a look at our cover and, and meditate on it. And to tell you the truth, I think if you're going to practice this system, you ought to make yourself a head. These, these uh, plastic heads are available, and you can see it's, it's fairly easy to construct. Well, that concludes our program for tonight so be sure and tune in next week and we'll have another adventure in the hermetic system and uh, until then good magic